Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, World's Finest Comics number 157, cover date May 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artists Kurt Swan and George Klein, edited by Mort Weisinger, featuring Superman and Batman in The Abominable Brats, written by Edmund Hamilton, art by Kurt Swan, George Klein, and Sheldon Maldolf. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Superman and Batman are disappointed when their sons, Kal-El Jr. and Bruce Wayne Jr., begin acting maliciously by playing harmful pranks. The boys deny any wrongdoing, but appear to continue their mischievous activities. When they receive another lecture from their fathers, the boys decide to leave home. When the boys return, they promise to behave, but instead they sabotage their father's crime-fighting activities, going so far as to lead their dads into a trap set by crooks. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain. Explain everything. He's a kooky little character from outer space. Funny little man with a funny face. Spreading pandemonium all over the place. The man from the fifth dimension. Mr. Superman fool. 
in one day Made him read his name backwards the one way they say To send him back home beyond the Milky Way Back home to the fifth dimension Spell that name if you can Not any way you spell it It's spell trouble for Superman. Superman and Batman are the world's finest World's finest world's finest and superman jr and batman jr also are the world's finest except when they're abominable brats <laughs> i'm confused they talk about brats a lot in this comic but nobody was eating any uh you do understand that brats is spelled with a no right what <laughs> no it isn't Oh. Bratwurst is spelled with an A. Um, I, yeah, so they're horrible. I'm kidding, I quite, everyone. It's brats. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on for the longest time. Did, oh, wait. Did you know? I'm an idiot because right there on the cover is Superman cooking some brats. No, those are hot dogs. Vis- those are not brats. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Uh, special commendations on this cover for using the word monkey shines. Mm. Do you know what is a monkey shine? It's just slang for, you know, shenanigans. But what's also slang? Uh, For bad behavior. World's Finest Comics number 157. Superman, Batman, Mm -hmm. and their sons, I assume, because there's two young gentlemen dressed exactly like Superman and Batman. Well, and also in the big gray, in the the big uh, yellow rectangle, it says, featuring the sons of Superman and Batman. Well, you know, I don't read very carefully. I know. Superman is cooking some, I'm just going to say they're brats, just for a nice tie-in with the title of the story. I'll let it happen. It's fine. Uh, He's cooking them with his heat vision, saying, boys, no monkey shines today, please. Batman's just finished a tough case. (laughs) I should mention that Batman's lying prone on the grass. He deserves to get plenty of rest on our camping trip. Meanwhile, Superman Jr. is flashing his heat vision at... Some dynamite, which is on the ground. Mm-hmm. And Batman Jr. is pouring a box full of frogs and snakes towards his sleeping father. And I, I, in my imagination when I was reading this, I was thinking that Batman just said, Boys, boys, I need to lie down. I have one of my sick headaches. Not today, <laughs> boys. Batman's hung. <laughs> um, I like that they all went camping in costume yeah, and in drove costume. the Batmobile. <laughs> They, they went camping in costume. Yeah. Don't you... I, I, it would have been a lot more interesting if they had gone in civvies. Well, a lot more comfortable, certainly, mm-hmm. and realistic. Oh, I don't know. Those those costumes are pretty comfortable. Well, but what if some other campers are around? They're just come stumbling out of the woods, and there's the Batmobile. And I, Superman and Batman, yeah. by the way. Yeah, okay. Um also, how relaxing is it for Batman to take a nap on the grass in full cowl? Uh, maybe. He, well, it looks like he's bunched it up under his neck to support his neck. Well, his cape. The cowl is the part that goes over his head. Oh, I see. Oh, no, that's not going to be nice. It's not going to be comfortable at all, right? No, nope. I, I wouldn't think so. And that cape, what if the cape catches in the campfire and causes a a forest fire? You're putting a lot of thought into this. Well, I mean, no. if you want to think about fires, how about the fact that Superboy is setting a... Um, Please, Superman di- Jr. Superman Jr. is um, setting the dynamite on fire by, mm-hmm. in the grass. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, underneath his father's uh, cape. cape, which 
is everyone knows is fireproof. So I'm not worried about that. Well, let's turn the page on the inside. All right. Splash page. Your two favorite heroes, Superman and Batman, in one adventure together. There's a billboard up for a gala benefit at the Coliseum on July 23rd. Special super appearance by Superman and Batman. And those super brats, Superman Jr. and Batman Jr., are painting mustache and wacky hair over the pictures of their fathers. I liked the mustache on Superman. Yeah, I couldn't understand the wha- the wacky hair on Batman. I think it's supposed to be... This would be a time when troll dolls were popular, oh. so it's probably troll doll hair. Okay. You asked for them, readers, so here they are again, the sons of Superman and Batman in another imaginary adventure. But what gives? Can this pair of vandals be the offspring of the terrific team? You won't believe your eyes when you witness the antics of... The Abominable Brats. That was somewhere between Brats and Brats. It was good. Thank you. Um, so, we've had one of these imaginary stories before. Mm. When Lois Lane turned evil. Yes. And I seem to recall that you had a problem with the concept of imaginary stories. No, it was our very first evil. when our Very first evil. Very first episode. When uh, Supergirl came to Earth first. Before Superboy, and Superboy came to Earth and was an asshole. Yeah. Um, This was a long-running genre of story for DC Comics in the 50s and 60s, the imaginary tale, when you could do things that you couldn't do in the regular continuity. Okay. Also, there was a long-running series of stories in the 70s written by Zany Bob Haney. Yes. Which featured the Super Sons, Superman Jr., Batman Jr., only those were not billed as imaginary stories. Those were just billed as Superman and Batman had children that we forgot to tell you about. Oh, okay. And their mothers were never seen. Oh. So, oh. right? Okay. Oh, I mean, they were seen in, like, silhouette. I didn't mean to imply that Superman and Batman were a couple okay. raising boys. Boys. Um, That's oh. an entirely different kind of story. Right. Well, we have Robin for that, so. Um, in the very near future, mm-hmm. on an imaginary day that may or may not happen, the world's top crime-fighting team ends a mission. Yes, in this imaginary tale, Clark, Superman Kent, is married to Lois Lane, and Batman, Bruce Wayne, is married to Kathy Kane, who, as you know, Rob, is the original Batwoman. Oh, uh, you probably didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, Kathy came. Uh, she wore a yellow bodysuit mm-hmm. with a red cape. And her partner, Bat Girl, mm-hmm. Bat Hyphen Girl, mm-hmm. was pretty little Betty Kane, her niece, tennis pro. And she wore a red dress, like a skater's dress, mm-hmm. with a green cape. Oh. So it was, when she came around, it was like Christmas. Yeah. You're looking at me like you don't believe it. I I haven't seen any of these comics. I, I, I'm interested in why they all have white temples. Because they're old. They've hmm. had children who are 15 Teenagers. Teenagers, mm-hmm. yes. So assuming that Batman and Superman in the prime of their crime-fighting careers are maybe around 30, mm-hmm. they're probably around 45 now. Okay. So... I mean, I've got white temples. Right. Yes. Um, and people aged faster in the sixties. 
Yes. They didn't have moisturizers and hair products. No. Well, they had hair color. Right, right, right. But men. Um, I mean, I look pictures of my father when he was 35, and he looks older than I look now. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Significantly older He was than a very 35. hard drinker. I mean, so am I. I that's <laughs> no excuse. And a hard smoker, and he partied hard. He didn't exercise. No. No. He did fish. Yeah. And uh, walk from the garage into the house because we had a detached garage. I think you mean stumbled. <laughs> um, lots of teenagers. What page are you on? Page two. Okay. I haven't even turned one page yet. Yeah, well, um, we were on the splash page for a long time. First of all, in the very near future, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be glad to know that everyone has a flying car. I'm so happy to know that. I'm also happy to know that you could stand up inside of them. or Like, there's nothing covering, there's no roof. Right. So I guess they're there's no like, rain in the future. Or you don't fly your car in the future. Well, they probably can control the, the weather. Um, they look like bumper car cars. Yeah, they're, they're really flying, cool. And you're standing up inside of them. Well, no, you're sitting up, but you're sitting up above the, right? Because they are, they are if you look at the bottom oh, of the page, too, they are sitting down. Yeah, so maybe they're sitting on like a bar stool or something. Yeah, they're really cute cars. I they would are. love to have one of these. Um, they appear to be some kind of hovercraft because if you look at that police car, it seems to have a jet of air coming out from underneath yeah. it. Imagine, if you will, a muffin with the bottom cut open yeah. and you turn it upside down and that's the shape of the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, we have flying uh Buses. Mass transit, yeah, mm-hmm. buses. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're not worried about Bruce Wayne Jr. wearing his Batman Jr. costume out in public. And because, why? Because, because lots of teenagers wear Batman and Superman outfits these days. Because the boys, because the, those heroes are very popular. Right. Um, Batman and his wife, Kathy Kane, former Batwoman, are musing about how glad they are that their son wants to be a lawman when he grows up. Mm-hmm. We're lucky to have such an earnest, serious-minded boy. Now, lawman is not hyphenated. No. So I believe it should be lawman. A lawman. So, like, that's his superhero name? Yes, lawman. lawman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can, Bruce I'm Lawman. That. Um, but Attorney at that at moment... <laughs> <laughs> but at that moment in downtown Gotham City, hey... You're not allowed to fly so low downtown, says the police. No, police would have an Irish accent, wouldn't they? Yes, oh, absolutely. Do it. Yes. Hey, you're not allowed. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hey, no, that's Scottish. Uh-huh. Um, hey, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to fly. Oh my God. Hey, hey, You're not allowed to fly downtown. You're not allowed to fly so low downtown. Uh, that's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Batman Jr. and his pals. I am freezing, too. We do this podcast in our deluxe studio. No, I said I have a cold. I've, I've been coughing a lot today. And oh, stuff. sorry. Yeah, that's I all, misunderstood no, you. That's all right. Maybe I have a cold, too. My ears are all plugged up. <laughs> it is cold in here, though. Isn't anyway, it? it's so two degrees. We're uh, above our garage. We're in the There's annex. no heating. Yes. Um, look out. These kids are buzzing all around downtown with their flying jalopies. Chasing... Chased by the police. They're about to crash into a bus mm-hmm. miles away. I'm on page three. Uh-huh. Cal L. Jr., the son of Superman, <laughs> monitors with his super senses. Nice blouse, Cal L. <laughs> Look at that. It is kind of a, like a Renaissance Venetian 
tunic with a turned up 1960s ish kind of collar you know but it's also if you look down a panel it's like a bolero jacket but also uh this is a costume i wore when i was in the chorus for rigoletto (laughs) i'm absolutely serious i know you are Um, Except I had uh, tights, like pantaloons and tights, but otherwise dead on. You had pantaloons? Which are constructed to make your ass look enormous, right? I didn't need any help in that department. (laughs) You know, breeches, knee breeches (laughs) with stockings. Um, Holy Toledo, Mm -hmm. we're going to hit that bus. Luckily, Cal L. Jr. was able to use his super speed to get to downtown Gotham City and push that bus out of the way. See, you know, I, when I read this, I thought, you know, are we calling this boy Bat Boy? No, he's no, he's just Bruce, right? Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Jr. Bruce Jr. Yep. Bruce Jr. I, I thought he had deliberately run into that bus because he said he said on back on page two, let's give John um, John Law something to yell to, to yell about. Follow me, right? right. Uh huh. And he says, "Ha ha! Look at the air cop." Um, Look at that air cop wave. I can't hear what he's saying, but we're really bugging him. Right. He's probably and he's saying, "Look out!" Right. So I guess it's you know it's an accident. But Bruce Jr. had intended to run into something. Oh, I just thought that he was just going to take off faster. Oh, and like cause more havoc downtown. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, I. But do you know what this downtown looks like? It reminds me of. Uh, Can you guess? No. Ithaca. Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Or Cumberland. Um, Ithaca is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see what I did there? Mm-hmm, I did. Um, I did. <sighs> so Cal L. Jr. is giving Bruce a good talking to. He's giving him an arse tongue scouting. Bruce, you could have been killed. What got into you? You were never one to run risks and break the law. Oh, I'm tired of being a goody-goody just because my dad's a big lawman. Uh... Bruce explains that it's much more fun to uh, be evil than to act square. Not evil, mischievous. Mm-hmm. And flies off in his flying car while Cal L. Jr. thinks, Am I really missing all the kicks? I wonder. Now, um, yeah. we know how this story ends. Yeah. Now remember, think for a second how this story ends. I'm thinking. And who these characters really are. Okay, but don't give it away. I'm not. I'm not. Is this really Kal-El on page three talking right. to Bruce? I was just thinking that. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it is, and it makes sense that what happens later on happens shortly after this. Right. Right. Anyway, in, Bruce, in, in the in like the few days between the end of this ep, this scene, right, which we're about to get to right uh-huh. now, lower right hand panel, right, and the next scene, right, something happens. Okay, I, I just uh, you know it's just interesting because we we never really know, so just keep that in mind. Uh, get, okay, move forward. so much to keep track of my brain hurts. Well, that's what I'm for. I'm here for. Bruce Jr. returns home to the Wayne Mansion where he gets. Another arse tongue scouting. Routed by his father. What have you got to say, young man, out hover rotting? Because they were hovering, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, In those cupcake cars. Wh- me? What do you mean, Dad? I just got back from Central City. Oh, it wasn't he me. Lied. Liar. He lied. Misconduct is bad enough, but if you ever lie to me. Christina? 
get me that wire hanger. No, uh, no more wire hangers, boy. Um, Batman takes his son down to the Batcave for some training. Three days later. His daily lesson in lawman skills. Bob, how many days are a few? A uh, few? I'd say three to four. Okay. Why? You have a story about a couple. Oh, when I was in first grade, my teacher, Mrs. Britton, was asking people, you know, using words like a few or a couple or mm-hmm. a handful. And she mm-hmm. said, well, how many is a couple? And I raised my hand and said two. And she said, oh, no, a couple is, you know, just a few, a few things. And I said, I beg to differ, madam. (laughs) The odd couple is two people. A couple is, a romantic couple is two people. A couple is two. Right. Well, she wouldn't, she never bought into it. No. Did you get put in time out? I got marked down. Oh, that's terrible. No, I didn't really get marked down. But that made me angry. Why is she teaching children that a couple is a few things? It's not. It's a couple is two. A few is a few. But they wants to chime in. I can hear him in mm-hmm. the background. Um, pardon me. Dog, stop barking! There, that'll do it. <laughs> um, they're swinging around the Batcave practicing their lawman skills. Yes. And uh, his father says, I'm a thug coming at you with, old, with a gun. You've only a second to act. How's this? Kick him in the chest. Well, that's no good. Yeah, you should have kicked my hand. Knocked the gun out of it. See, I'm still armed. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I'm going to finger bang you. <laughs> hey, now. What? You can't talk that way on this podcast. Okay. Oh, wait, yes, you can. Hey, but I thought Bruce Jr. did a swell job, says a voice from the side of the panel. Dick. And- Look, it's a special guest appearance by Dick. Grown up Robin. I love Dick. <laughs> the newcomer is grown up Dick Grayson, who, as a boy, was Batman's original partner, Robin. Dick, glad you dropped in. <laughs> How do you like working for the FBI? He asks him. So, grown up Dick Grayson works for the FBI. Wow. Fine. I'm kind of sorry I hung up my old costume, but you have a great new partner in your son. My son's a loser. Why did he have to hang up his costume? He could be a grown-up Robin. I don't know. Maybe he needed to pay some bills. Well, don't we all? But I'm not about to go work for the FBI. Not these days. In fact, on Earth 2, which I know you hate, Robin did grow up and remained Robin. Okay. Rather than assuming the mantle of Batman. Do you think he became an old drunk? Dick Grayson? Yeah, do you think he's toxic? He's like, fine. I'm kind of sorry I hung up my old costume. Oh, Earth 2 or Earth 1? This one? Yeah, Absolutely. this one. Yeah, he's yeah. Drunk. yeah. Uh-huh. But Look you have him. a great new partner in your son. Look at how puffy his skin looks. All right? So, assuming Robin was, what, maybe 18 when he retired, mm-hmm. he'd be... 32 32 so yeah, yeah that checks out puffy yeah. skin sallow <laughs> eyes that's a 60s 35 year old 35 year old 1960s okay so um uh but batman continues to tell him that he's worried about his yeah, son I'm really worried yeah. about my son uh he, he created some mischief and then he lied about it that's what you know what bothers me more what? than the mischief the lying lying to his father yeah, yeah. um i'm sure it's just kid stuff robin says if you're worried, why not have Superman keep a telescopic eye on him when you're not with him? Okay, why okay. not have another parent <laughs> do your job for you? 
Well, I'm sure Batman could have uh, invented or has some sort of tracking device that he could just, you know, wedge onto his son's under his son's skin while he's sleeping. Well, everyone has a Lexaphone by now. This is 15 years in the future. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, taking advice, Batman goes to the North Pole. Uh, no, right. I'm sorry, to the North, to, to the Fortress of you Solitude. You can't just pick up the phone. You've got to fly your plane to the North Pole. Well, it's a big favor to ask. Superman, I know that you're busy saving the universe, the known universe, uh-huh. not only planet Earth, but, you know, coming to the aid of other people. Would you do me a favor? Keep an eye on my kid when I'm like, you know, at the grocery store, when I'm in the shower, when I'm, when I'm working, when uh-huh. I'm, when I'm uh-huh. solving crimes. Would you mind keeping an eye on my kid? Well, you know what else? And he says, of course, I have no problem whatsoever. Batman could have just said that whole thing at that volume, standing where he was in front of Dick Grayson and Superman would have heard How would he have heard? Superman? Nope. Who? How would Batman have heard whether or not Superman understood him completely? Because Superman has super ventriloquism. He can cast his voice around the world. You're right. I've seen that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I think you had a problem with it also, but... Yeah, because it's stupid. Whether you think it's stupid or not, it's, the fact remains. No, I'm, I am willing to accept a lot of things, mm-hmm. but super ventriloquism mm-hmm. is not a thing. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing to keep watching Bruce Jr. Superman when oh I can't. You're lucky not to have to worry about Cal L. Jr. Oh, don't I? Why don't we just use our x ray vision and peer into space where Superman Jr. Is, is now up to terrible mischief. Yeah, he's throwing meteors around in front of a planet, and radioactive meteor dust could endanger that nearby planet. Uh, the angry man of steel zooms spaceward, sucks in the radioactive meteor dust with his super inhalation. That must be really bad, huh? What? To do that. Not for Not him. Not for him. No. But for, yeah. It you, would be bad if it was kryptonite. We would get mesothelioma if we did that. Oh, or black lung. Or we would explode because we'd be in space with no space suit, space suit, and we would. Is that when you blow up and die, or do you shrivel and freeze? Well, first you freeze, but then I think that doesn't don't things that hold air just like explode? Yeah, like your eyeballs, I think explode, and they're full of liquid. They would freeze, and Let's then explode. But your lungs, you would you, uh-huh. would, you would explode if you held your breath, you would explode because it's a vacuum. I wish one of us was a scientist. I know, right? All that schooling that we had. Seven degrees between the two of us. Uh, here comes Superman Jr. <laughs> what were you going to say, Superboy? I was going to say Superboy, but it's not a Superboy. No, it's Superman, Superman Jr. Jr. Hi, Dad. I think I got the geography of Space Sector 44Z all learned. Don't hide Dad me. <laughs> Love that. But I never did that. It must have been someone... Oh, I see what's going on. Uh-huh. Okay. He says, I thought you'd try to... I thought you'd try to weasel out of it, so I used my supervision to check fingerprints, skin pore patterns, every physical detail. It would no double. It was you. You did it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So what does he make him do? Uh, he makes him go to the bottom of the ocean... To help him raise an old battleship, which is to be used as a war memorial, so that he can learn undersea methods. So you skipped over the whole idea of, of work, uh, Superman, uh, super well, Superman when he was a super boy, I guess. I right? Know, yeah. You know, uh, doing chores for his parents first for the Kent, Ma and Paul Kent. Mm-hmm. I guess it just wasn't important. Well, I mean, he's just explaining how he was a perfect child, yeah. unlike 
His own son. Yeah. Hey, um, Superman's head and body are out of proportion in the top of page six. Yeah. You see that? Um, it's weird. Now, I did notice that there were two inkers credited on this issue. George Klein, uh-huh. who's the regular inker during this period with Kurt Swan, and also uh, Murray Boltonoff. Okay. Murray Boltonoff, no. Yeah, Murray Boltonoff. So may I ask an obvious and what is going to make me sound like a complete idiot question? Sure. Question? Um, okay, so I understand that an inker, when you say an inker, mm-hmm. that's, is that someone who just colors or someone who actually draw, draws the artwork? So the penciler will draw out the layout of the page and do, you know, the the outlines of the figures. I mean, they'll draw it. Okay. So, and then the so, inker puts the black ink. So who do on. we blame for the misproportioned head and body of Superman? Well, I would blame one or the other of the inkers. Okay. So it's very likely that uh, what I think happened is that Kurt Swan is drawing all the heads and faces, uh-huh. and that maybe one or the other of the inkers are drawing the bodies. Okay. At a separate time. Oh, okay. Uh, so, or maybe that, you know, they did the job with one inker and the editor didn't like it. And so they had the other inker go back and clean it up or something like that. It's just, it's inconsistent. If you look at page five, that great um, center panel yeah. of, of Superman in space yeah. inhaling the radioactive dust, that is a, a really well-drawn picture. Yeah. And well proportioned and everything. And but then you go to the next page and I'm like something's not right here. So Right? Right. And that that particular torso of Superman uh-huh. Sheldon Moldoff is okay. the ink, the other inker I was thinking of. Yeah. That particular torso looks more fifties ish to me than sixties ish. Yeah. Which makes me think that it maybe was the other that was Moldoff inking that. Yeah. And maybe maybe even drawing the whole thing. A very interesting close up panel too, just to the right of that. Um, with Pouty Superman yeah, Jr. Pa- very a very well drawn Pouty Superman Jr. Well, that's Kurt Swan, yeah, preeminent Superman artist of the day. I would have to agree. Uh, I, I think I might have said something bad about Kurt Swan at some point. No, that was Nick Cardi was on it? Aquaman that you hated, and uh, uh, we're bound to determine to change your mind. Yeah, where Crintruck nearly had an aneurysm. Um, so they off they go to raise this battleship from the bottom of the sea. What in the world? Kal-El Jr., instead of helping him, has lassoed a humpback whale. Okay, so you, just, you sort of skipped over something important. So they went to the bottom of the sea, and he told Kal-El, go find some iron, uh, make some iron um, uh, sheets so that we can patch the holes in the ship because because the ship is to be raised from the bottom of the ocean to become a memorial, right? Uh-huh. So he sends Kal-El away. Right. And I didn't understand what was going on at the time because of the big reveal at the end. Right. So, now we're sort of now that we have that in mind. I, I'm reading this again and understanding a little bit more of how this goes. So, so Superman raises the ship from the bottom of the sea. He sends uh-huh. to off Kal-El to make some iron sheets, and he's going to weld them in place. And then all of a sudden, up from the bottom of the ocean, riding a humpback whale, is Kal-El. Right. Um, Superman. Or Cal. I keep on saying Kal-El. Well, that's his full name. Okay. Uh, Superman using his super ventriloquism. Now. Yes. At loud volume. It just screams. Screams his son's name. His son dives under the ocean with the whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Superman lands with the battleship, and now here comes Superman Jr. with the iron sheeting. Here are the steel plates they took longer to make than I figured. And then he says, um, it wouldn't have taken so long if you hadn't stopped to play cowboy with that whale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I, but, but I, no more excuses. Nope. I was lenient once and you took advantage of it. You disobeyed my orders and tormented a whale with your super strength. It's not the lying I mind this time. It's the animal abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the 60s, we knew we had to save the whales. Yeah. Now you're coming home with me for some punishment. <laughs> Right? It's like... this. Is, the punishment is that he's locking him in a room with kryptonite. That's poisonous to him. Well, it's going to make him weak, right? Or is it going to kill Eventually him? Eventually it'll kill him. Oh. It's radioactive waste that's harmful to kryptonians. It will absolutely kill him. It's like taking your child and putting it in a bathtub with a heater. Yeah. Like with, with, with he, and, and like sitting in there and saying, you're going to stay in this bathtub for an hour. And I'm going to turn the heat on. And it's like... And it's going to slowly heat up like a frog, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> the child will eventually die. Right. Well, it's... No, it is like putting your child in a room with radioactive waste. Even if you get them out of the room eventually, it's going to start causing damage immediately. They're going to have cellular damage. You seem quite put out with this. Well, come on. What? You can't think of any better punishment than to lock your child in a room with radiation that He's will harm Superman Jr. What would you have him do? A service project? Uh, like, like pet elderly people or something? You call Crypto to have him... Bite him in the butt? Yes, or grab his belt buckle or something so he can't fly away. Oh... It's kind of hard to discipline someone when he's a, when you're Superman and that child is super you. I guess so. We, need, we haven't seen that movie Brightburn. Have you heard about that? No, no, no. What's it's that? like a story of if Superman came to Earth as a baby, only he was an evil <gasps> asshole. Oh, and my. And so he turned into a teen and he has all those powers uh-huh. and just terrorizes everyone. Mm. Did I he guess. grow up in public housing like me? No, on a farm. Oh. You're not evil, though. No. That I know of. But there are a lot of evil people, bad people in public housing. You don't seem to have a problem with locking a child in a room with radiation, so <laughs> maybe you are evil. He, he turns out just fine. Uh, but I wanted to go camping with Bruce Jr. today. But you're not going anywhere. You're confined to your room. These bars are tinged with green kryptonite. They'll weaken you enough to keep you from leaving. It also caused permanent cellular damage. That's the subtext. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So then Superman flies away. Yeah. Lois is looking she's looking pretty good. She's got a little bit of a thick chin there, doesn't she? Yeah, she's chubby. Yeah. She's looking a little matronly. I don't like her hair at all. I never did like her hair in this whole period. Mm-mm. Um here comes Batman Jr. He's gonna saw through the kryptonite bars. Yep. Because kryptonite has no effect on him whatsoever. Right. Uh Lois catches them in the act of escaping. Mm-hmm. Presses her signal watch, which she has now used. Z, Z, Z. Always Jimmy Olsen had a signal watch before, but now she's got one. Mm-hmm. And she's also going to give a telephone call to Bruce's parents, so things are heating up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Superman arrives home, announces that one more prank, and they are going to lower the boom on these brats. What are they going to do to them? I don't know. Let's turn to part two and find out. Part two. 
the costumed kids' capers. All right. So now we're going to talk about Batman's stupid episode with these two murderers. Uh huh. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I this is I was fine with this whole story. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, a little imaginary tale. That's cute. Right. You know, whatever. This made me angry. Batman well, is smarter than this. I don't know. We're among a group of people who will lock children in radioactive rooms. So Again, not a problem with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in a small bay near Gotham City, so let's just say Gotham Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I just hoied Batman dug up the evidence of that moito we committed. We better skip the country, but quick. Yeah, our yacht has enough full fuel. <laughs> What the good job, hell? Good job. Yeah, our yacht has enough fuel and provisions to get us to South America. But suddenly, your vacation has just been canceled, boys. It's the Batman. Got him down and we're finished. So, to prevent himself from getting shot, <laughs> Batman has a bottle of nitroglycerin in his hand. If you shoot me, this nitro will drop right into the engine room and we'll all die. Gulp, we'll have to give up. Uh, no, we won't, says the crook. So they just have a standoff. Yeah, as long as we keep our gun on Batman to stay awake, uh, he can't take us, and he won't drop that bottle unless we shoot, but he has to sleep sooner or later. Batman is far more clever than this. But also, if he falls asleep, he'll drop the bottle of nitroglycerin. Right? Yes. So the crooks aren't any smarter than Batman is. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. It's just, it's, I mean, it's, I get it. It's a standoff. It's, you know, no one's going to win. The first person to, to flinch loses. But, I mean, come on. This is, he could have done anything. Batman could have, you know, gone into the engine and shut it, out, shut it down or sabotaged the 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 boat or uh-huh. you know come up on the other side of the boat this is just stupid or called aquaman or any literally a, a hundred different scenarios other than standing there with <laughs> nitroglycerin just to see who's going to shoot first well the joke's on you cuz it was never really nitroglycerin in the first place it's just colored water as superman discovers when he swoops in to capture the crew because batman falls asleep <laughs> And also, Superman doesn't wake him up. <laughs> he just swoops in. He cuddles him like a baby. That's a tender scene. That is. They're good friends. Now, here, this is where I could uh, be convinced that they are raising these boys on their own. Superman and Batman. <sighs> Kathy was worried because you were gone so long, Batman. That's why I decided to look for you. Why didn't you call me with your Justice League signaling device or, you know, Aquaman? As I said, <laughs> just stubborn, I guess. I'd hope to be able to take those guys without help. Well, you didn't. So let's go camping with the boys. And so, so Batman says, I was hoping to take those guys without help. So 30 seconds into my trying to capture them, I realized that I'd made it. I really hadn't thought this out. As uh-huh. I was standing there with a bottle of this liquid, which I told them was nitroglycerin. Right. They had their guns pointed at me. I was holding the nitroglycerin and realized that. I was going to have to stand there until one of us fell asleep. It turned out to be me. Well, what's I mean, first of all, does, that, does this not away. bother you? It doesn't. 
really, because oh. it's the sixties. Also, I know that Batman could had some contingency plan that he just didn't say to anyone. He could stay awake past these crooks. He could outsleep forty men. <laughs> So they decide to take the boys camping since they've been behaving themselves. And Batman says, after being awake 52 hours, all I want is plenty of sleep. You mean to tell me, now I am getting mad, that Batman's missing for 52 hours and nobody came to look for him until Superman? 52 hours. That's two and a half days. (laughs) 52 hours. Well, I guess he's on an important case. Guess we can't. Does he have a signal watch? No. If he wanted to be found, he'd tell us. Bat phone in his belt? No. No. Lexaphone? No. What's he doing? He's on a boat. Uh huh. Holding a bottle of fake nitroglycerin, <laughs> staring at the guys while they take turns napping. Right. Well, good thing in we're going. In 52 <laughs> hours, he could not figure out what else to do besides standing there holding a bottle of liquid. He could have thrown. It's a glass bottle. He, he could, could have, have thrown it at the crooks. He could have dove over the side of the, of the boat. Right. He could have used a batarang. Uh-huh. I just, I mean, the guys were literally trying to think, we got to figure out. that. It, th- this is what really bothered me about the whole thing. Right. We have to make Batman sleepy so that Batman Jr. or what, what is his name? Bruce Jr. Uh-huh. Can, can put snakes and frogs on him. I mean, that's the whole premise of this. Right. He has to be sleepy. How are we going to make him sleepy? Have him be awake for 52 hours. And how course. are we going to do that? Well, we're going to have him stand on a boat with a bottle of fake nitroglycerin while crooks point guns at him. I just... I'm so angry about he this. He could have called his adopted son who works for the FBI. It doesn't follow the rest of the story, which is written quite well. Yes. And especially considering what's going to happen at the end, which is also a nice little twist. Uh-huh. This premise of why he was was awake for so long is ridiculous okay i think we're just gonna have to move on okay um because it is what it is which is another saying that i know you hate along with agree to disagree no actually i I say it is what it is quite a bit now now that i'm a dean oh do you (laughs) but do you say it ironically or truthfully I say it truthfully. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I bet, you know, you know I'm sorry for life. Do you know what? What? <laughs> the people that hear it come out of my mouth. <laughs> Shortly in the nearby woods, fully in costume, everybody with the Batmobile. That's comfortable. Uh huh. Batman's going to go to sleep on the grass because he's been awake for 52 hours. And he um, says, oh, um, <laughs> which said no one ever. Who says ho-hum? Uh, I say it if I'm bored, not if I'm... You say it out loud. You actually vocalize it. Yes, you go, ironically. Ho-hum. Uh-huh. No, ho-hum. But you say it with an earshot of another person who can appreciate it, Yeah, oh, right? of course, yeah. Not by yourself. No. Yeah. Um, so Superman Jr., Batman Jr. are going off into the woods, again, fully costumed, going into the woods to do some exploring. We'll be back in time for lunch. Not long after, we're back, and we brought you some surprises. While Superman's busy cooking the aforementioned brats. With his eye heat. It's called heat vision, and it's a legitimate power. Yes. Why couldn't he have built a fire, though? I mean, they're really trying to you know, relax. and keep. Why does he have to cook them just, you know, with his 
heat vision. You had a problem with Batman with this elaborate scheme to catch the crooks, and you have a problem with Superman using the easiest method to cook his bratwurst? Fair. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so Superman's busy. <laughs> I'm glad there's no international emergency happening because Superman's got his entire attention focused on those wieners. <laughs> Meanwhile, the children come up behind him with lit dynamite, I guess it's firecrackers, um, and a box of snakes and toads, which Batman Jr. is boring on his father. They've gone back into the past to the little house in the prairie. (laughs) Got some firecrackers and snakes and toads. Uh Uh-huh. And look at that. Superman Jr.'s put apples under his shirt (laughs) to impress Johnny Johnson. (laughs) No one's going to get that but you and me. Um, and off the boys run back into the woods. Um, you know what? You know what I would be saying if I was Superman right now? Those fucking boys. (laughs) I would be so pissed off. You know why I never saw the twist coming at the end? Because I just assume all teenagers act like this. Well, you know what's funny is I really should have read to the end and then gone back. Again and read it well, because why? I. But then it's ruined. It's like the sixth sense. Well, the funny thing is, like I, I saw the reveal at the end, but I hadn't gone back and mentally pieced in what was going on until or, now. Pieced together until now. And so I'm looking and I'm going, "Oh, it's interesting." Yeah, yeah. It's actually um, more interesting now that to go back and read it the second time. Right. Moments later, mm-hmm. the boys come back. Oh, I and I did just spot another clue to yeah. the end, which has to do with the teenage fashions of the day. Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. So, well, interesting little hint here. Uh, what got into these boys? They behave like angels for a few days, then they act like imps. imps. Long time readers will know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, the, here come the boys again. What's all the excitement about, Dad? <laughs> about where are they from? Michigan? Um, you <laughs> Wisconsin? Know, you know perfectly well, Cal. I'm fed up with your pranks. These, Camping trip's over. These fucking boys. You brats <laughs> fed your fun. That would be my dad. You fucking brats have had your fun. <laughs> We're cracking down on you both. Begin it now. Your I'm going to come down like, on you like a ton of bricks. Your dad would have been like, nah, I have had <laughs> enough. Now, boys, I told you once and I told, told you, you twice. twice. The camping trip's over. You have ruined everything for mommy. I repeat. The camping, the camping trip, trip is over. over. Now you, you can, can write me out of your, out of your will. will. <laughs> That's it. You can do whatever you want, but I repeat. The camping trip is over. <laughs> Sigh. More bullying and unjust punishment. Says Cal Jr. I'm, I'm leaving with you, for Cal. good. We're old enough to make our own way. They'll get homesick and return soon, the boys say. This is like when Albert and Andy Garvey ran away from home and Charles and uh, Jonathan followed them. And Charles and Jonathan got into all kind of troubles. Yeah, and, and the boys were having a great time. Yeah. yeah. And that's when uh, they went to the French restaurant in Mankato and uh, they got escargot. And Jonathan Garvey said, Charles, them snails. In the same episode? Little House on the Prairie, everyone. In the same I don't episode? know if that was the same episode, but I think it was. Anyway. Was Andrew Garvey a, f- a professional football player? Jonathan Garvey was, yes. Merlin Olson. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. 
Easy on the eyes. Um, little Andy Garvey is on one of those shows, NCIS or something. Yeah, he's all grown up now. That's um, what I met. I met the father with the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was easy on the mm-hmm. eyes. I, I think thing he for, played... I had a thing for guys with beards. Oh, you like, still do. <laughs> uh, like uh, Grizzly Adams? Yep. What was his real name? Uh, Hannigan, Hannigan. No, ha- uh, Haggerty. Dan Haggerty. Dan Haggerty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh... In the back cave the next day, they're back. We're back, Dad. Sorry we pulled those pranks on you. <laughs> they were kid stuff. Look at the face in the middle, middle left panel. Look at uh, the bat, uh, Bruce Jr. <laughs> the saps <laughs> fell for it. His face is all scrunched up. <laughs> Maybe if we went on some missions with you, we'd learn faster. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They fell for it. That night, Batman and Bruce Jr. guard a giant radio telescope, which a criminal has threatened to destroy unless ransom is paid. Well, there's your first mistake. You never deal with ransom askers. You just let them go ahead and destroy it. I don't think I've ever heard you use the words ransom well, askers. because I couldn't think of the word blackmail until just this moment. Ransom askers. I swear you said that. I thought, is that a swear word? Well, it's word? late. I haven't had my cocktail yet. <laughs> we had, we, full disclosure, we had coffee before yeah. we started this. Mm-hmm. We're both pretty which worn should down. Have helped my brain think of the word blackmail, which is a common uh, word often used in comics. Ransom askers. Uh, <laughs> Batman tells Batman Jr. to stay put and swings down to uh, capture the ransom asker. (laughs) Meanwhile, Batman Jr. tosses his batarang, which hits his father in the face. (laughs) I loved this. I really did. If you hadn't used that batarang, I'd have caught the crook. But he got away. You were just too eager. I'm sorry, Dad. In a pig's eye, he was. My batarang did exactly what I planned. These fucking boys. The other father-son team <laughs> works on a super scale. You know what they should have done? What? Switch, swatched, switched, swapped. <laughs> swapped kids. Swapped kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. To each learn from the other. Well, well it's just it. Uh, yeah, there's a power differential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Superman and power his son. Power balance, yes. Well, differential is the scientific it's, term. Well, agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> mother <laughs> effort. Uh, they're cutting blocks to repair a dam. So the rising water... Is this a dam in ancient Egypt? (laughs) Because this is exactly how you build a dam. Uh Uh-huh. Those giant cyclopean architectural (laughs) blocks, which fit together like puzzle pieces. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so in a smart move, Kal-El Jr. is just tossing the blocks to his father. Here you go, (laughs) alley-oop! Alley-oop. Uh-oh, <laughs> I threw that one too low, and the whole dam comes crashing down. Yeah. Superman um, must be really angry. Yeah, out of the way, Superman has to quickly build another giant trough to divert the water away from the village below. Yeah, those people could die. Well, you know what I would do. I would just use my freeze breath, turn it into a giant iceberg until you had time to evacuate the village then go over and punch your kid in the face uh-huh. you, know, you could have killed all those people what's wrong with somebody you somebody needs a super spanking, spanking right um now go cut your own rod of kryptonite and i'll spank you spank. <laughs> yeah i that's yeah i really how do you punish a, a, a misbehaving teenage super well, look at this panel. last panel they don't know that they're misbehaving they just think they're goof ups yeah Cal Jr. tries hard, but he's goofing as badly as you say young Bruce did. Batman, 
Let's take them with us on our next joint mission with both of us around to instruct them. Maybe they'll learn faster. Yeah, guys, that'll that'll work. Um, you well, get the awards for worst dads. I like this next view of the futuristic city because we see that there are actual wheeled vehicles. And isn't it interesting? It struck me when I was reading this today. Yep. We are reading a comic that was written in a time when people still wore hats. Yes, but these futuristic hats look like uh, Swiss Alpine caps. That day will come again. The hipsters, as we know in the future of the DC Universe, the hipsters will take over. I saw two guys in the hardware store today Uh that looked very young, probably in their mid to late 20s, totally apart from each other. One was with his wife and one was just talking to somebody in the paint section. And they had like full... On full beards, like like Grizzly Adams beard, sure, immaculately trimmed. You know, oh, yeah. and to, I just thought that's a lot of work, and beards are filthy. I well, mean, there's all kinds of grooming products these days for those oh, young boys that like so their much beards. work, and then it's your face is hot. Oof. Well, anyway, look, that big armored powered car has power operated metal hands in front of it. That must be a Lex Luthor product. A big metal. Tank with that's a sign of true quality. Hands coming out of the front, mm-hmm. the making fist to smash into the city prison. And later on the news, we hear that strange car broke killer Marty Threll out of prison. It's getting away, and police aren't able to stop it. So Superman thinks this is a job for him and the boys. Yeah, what should the boys say? We want to come along. This is our perfect opportunity for us to train the boys how to catch a crook. Right, so they fly and drive to right. locate the car. They find it. They find it, but it's glowing with green radiation. That means only one thing, green, green kryptonite. kryptonite. But Superman, or green lanterns inside. Well, if we're not going to call Aquaman for the aquatic mission, I don't think we're going to call Green Lantern to catch an armored car. Right, I don't know why I said that. It isn't even interesting. Because you love Green Lantern, I that's do. why you said it. Yes. Um but Superman Jr. doesn't feel any ill effects from the kryptonite rays. Unfortunately, Superman Sr. does. He's captured by the giant hand out of the truck, and so is Batman. And look, our sons are just laughing at us. <laughs> Off they go to make their own fortress of solitude. No, 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 no. I'm no, getting ahead of myself. You are. This is the reveal. Wrong, Batman. This Bruce is not your son, nor is this Cal the son of Superman. The real Cal Jr. and Bruce Jr. are miles away building their own Fortress of Solitude cave. A so cave. this is so this is the thing. Yeah. These the real Cal and the real Bruce yeah. are building their Fortress of Solitude because they really did run away. They really did because they were getting bullied and by their parents by their explanation. dads for for crimes that they didn't commit as far as they knew. Right. Off they fly because they hear a radio announcement that their dads are in trouble. Mm-hmm. We must save our dads. Off they fly to the scene of the crime and galloping galaxies, two doubles of us. Who the. Uh, they rescue their dads and they stop the machine. Long story short. Right. Uh, yeah, because Cal L. Cal L. Why not, so his son's named exactly the same thing. He his his name. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. it's Cal Al Junior. And then Bruce Junior. Right. Okay. So he he lifts the thing away, and uh, Bruce Junior uh, 
what does some electrical work. Cover, yeah. Yeah. Rewiring, which cuts the power. It releases Superman and Batman and they then Superman and Batman are free and the boys take after their doubles. Their doubles. Um, meanwhile, Superman's revived. Batman captured the crooks and now they've got the boys. So they. Then they start fighting the boys. Yeah. But. The boys are equally matched. The doubles are equally matched in yep. strength and power and skills yep. to the actual authentic boys. And they can't tell them apart. In and we fact, know why. Even Batman Jr.'s, the fake Batman Jr. seems to also have super strength. So that's a dream come true for you who thinks that Batman has superhuman strength. Don't give me that look. Anyway, meanwhile, Superman is revived and Batman has captured the crooks. So. Um, you know, Bruce says, uh, Batman says, okay, boys, will the real Bruce stand up? And, and then, and you know, Superman says, this is incredible. These doubles have the same fingerprints, yep. pore patterns, everything. Even I can't tell which is which. Uh-huh. This is, this well, is really bad. Bruce Jr. Mm-hmm. I can prove I'm the real Bruce. I wrote my middle name, which I never use on a slip of paper and put it in my utility belt. The real Cal will be able to read it with his x-ray vision. And Real Cal says, that's me. Now, I'm wondering when he wrote his middle name, which he never uses, on a slip of paper and put in his belt. And how did right he know? Right now, the moment of this happening, or has it always been there? Like, in case something like this happened? Yeah. <laughs> you, as much as I hated the whole thing about Batman. Oh, wait a minute. The, okay. He must have done it now. I just turned the page and remembered what happened. Go ahead. So Superman Jr. uses his, quote, X-ray vision, unquote, which says, the slip of paper says, it says my name is Bruce Kliptixisman Wayne. Gulp, that's my name backwards. I'm returning to the fifth dimension. Yes, everyone. It was Mr. Mixiespitlick Jr., Mr. Mixias Bitlick, of course, is a longtime foe of Superman, an imp from the fifth dimension with mischievous powers. Imp. An imp. Yes. Yeah, see, we caught it. Now, and, um, why in the cartoons yeah. on television did mm-hmm. they always say Mixelblick? Because why would they bother to pronounce it correctly? It's Mixias Bitlick. It's just like it's spelled. Mixias Bitlick? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um Bruce Jr., haha, I figured that that mischief we were being blamed for was caused by Superman's old enemy, Mr. Mixiespitlick. Wrong! And I don't even know who Batmite is. I'm sorry. Batmite? Yeah. Remember from the cartoon in the 70s? Mm. Batmite was a little imp that followed Batman and Robin around. Oh. Yeah. Now, he's an enemy of Batman and Robin. Well, he's just more of a bother. Okay. He's, um, he had intentions to always help them out. That's why he's dressed just like Batman. Oh, you know what? I barely remember this guy. Now in this, you're, you're forgiven because he looks like Fred Mertz in a Batman costume here. He doesn't actually look (laughs) like Batmite. Okay. Fred Mertz. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's, that's Fred from I Love Lucy. Everybody knows who Fred Mertz is. Okay. Um, and, uh, Bruce Jr. is secretly Batmite Jr. Batman says, your father was always my friend and admirer. Why did you help young Mictyaspitlik? 
Now you're making up. The so way it to seems his that off in the fifth dimension, Mixiezbitlik Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked Batmite Jr. into helping him play some pranks. Well, he brainwashed him. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Using his magic powers. Now, this might have been retroactive continuity because nowadays, Mixiezbitlik and Batmite Along with Quisp, Aquaman's imp helper. Okay, Quisp. 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 Q-U-I-S-P. Does he have a speech impediment? No. My name's Quisp. (laughs) I'm quick and lots of fun. Willie. Remember Quisp cereal? (laughs) No. Oh, my goodness. You're so young. Uh, Anyway, they're all from the fifth dimension. But I don't know at this point if actually... Batmite was from the fifth dimension, or if he was just another dimensional imp. Anyway, Batmite was brainwashed into helping Mixias but like get revenge on Superman for Superman's many arrests of his father, mm-hmm. Mixias Bitlick Sr. Um, but when he disappeared back into his own dimension, the spell was broken and Batmite was able to explain everything. The end. end. Back, they go to their camping trip. So, yeah, all the times when the boys said, I'll be right back, I'm going to go do a good deed, and then arrived back to do some mischief, that was them. That was them. That was that not was, them, really. No, that was their doubles. And they were just always with an earsight and, you know, just always ready to fill in and cause mischief. Right, right, right. Um, the other clue I noticed was that when it was Batmite Jr., he yeah. had the cowl on like the full costume on him. When it was Bruce Jr., he had the cowl off with his face showing because that's how all the teens dress. Uh, but no, that's Bob, not true. Bob, I'm sorry, that's yeah, not true, right? I know. I noticed it also. Yeah. Um, so never mind. Right, because on page, what is it, uh, page 14, mm-hmm. um, Bruce Jr., who is actually Batmite Jr., um, right. is has his cowl off in the middle of the page. Right. Uh, also, page twelve when they're in the Batcave, yeah, yeah, launching yeah, their yeah. final scheme. But it's it's, it's interesting cause, because I, you know I read to the end. I thought oh, this is a really interesting story. Uh, I, I liked the twist at the end. Yeah, um, and I didn't go back and reread it to see where it was ha- as it was unfolding. Like you know when the when the guys when the authentic um, juniors would would take off and then the the, the right. doubles would come in. I didn't go back to see that. So, but it holds up because I was oh absolutely of it yeah 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 it's great. Um, now, this is the kind of story that would reward a longtime reader who knew who Batmite and Mr. Mixius Bitlick. Sorry. Ooh, I almost said it wrong. Right? Who knew who they were. But I, if I were reading this as an eight-year-old, I would have thought, oh, that's cool. I've heard of Mr. Mixius Bitlick. Mm-hmm. Maybe I haven't seen him, but yeah. I know it's a thing. And I feel like if I kept reading comics, I would be rewarded for knowing things like this. So I better buy comics every week. So you, as an as an eight year old, wouldn't have read this and gone, "No, this idiot having to stay awake for fifty two hours." No, no, I would have been like, oh, "That's a brilliant plan, Batman." He's so much smarter than that. But was he though? This time period, <laughs> in this period. I think so. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GoGoCheckPod. You can uh, oh dear download our episodes every week wherever you get your free downloaded podcasts from. 
Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. What's it called now? It's not iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher. What's the other one? I don't know. Stitcher. Well, there's Stitcher and there's oh Spotify. Where's Spotify? <laughs> um, Swatchback. Uh, Is that a thing? Are you making them up now? Pod Pod. No, you're making them up. Uh, maybe you don't know. There's these little startups come around every week. Uh, uh, listen in app. The uh, <laughs> Downcast. That's what I use. Yeah, that's actually a real one. I actually use Apple Podcasts. Well, I guess you're better than me. Um, so it is what it is, and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to add? <laughs> Oh, I'm just glad we have to finally have some rain here in in the Mid Atlantic states, in the eastern eastern panhandle, in the eastern of West panhandle, Virginia. West Virginia. We are so glad to have it. It's, it's finally cold, yeah, and fall has arrived, and we um, we're just a little tired this weekend, just because we we traveled. I and forgot to tell you something. Also, we we went to an overnight to Ohio and back the next day, and then got here late last night. But we are here for you, of course, our fan. What were you going to say? Um, that there's there are actually actual super sons now. Their actual Superman has a son and Batman has a son. Oh, you're kidding! And they team up for mischievous adventures. Wow! I think I've never read it, but I know who they are. Did the mothers have difficult pregnancies? Do we know? Well, so the uh, Superman's son is Lois Lane's. Uh huh. Right. Right. So, and I it seems to me that he was born in like another. Dimension or something. Oh, I wasn't no. really. She didn't carry him to super term and have a super delivery with a super doctor. Well, that's been the subject of many imaginary tales that she did get pregnant and then the baby had super strength and like kicked her stomach out from the inside <laughs> and they both died. <gasps> Seriously. They actually put that in the comics? Well, they alluded to it. I don't think yeah. they showed it. Yeah. But um, the current science behind Superman's powers is that he isn't actually fully powered when he arrives on earth, that he had to absorb solar energy oh. to become the powerful Superman. And okay. so I'm the man of steel, right? I would imagine that the same holds true with a fetus has to actually be exposed directly to sunlight so that it can start to gain his powers. Okay. And then, uh, Robin, who is now Batman's son, uh-huh. is... What? So Batman is Damian Wayne, who is Batman's son. And he is uh, either the son of Talia al Ghul, who is Ra's al Ghul's daughter, okay. a super assassin. Uh-huh. Or he's like a clone, maybe, of Bruce Wayne and Talia. Okay. I'm not... Again, I wasn't currently reading when all this happened. So, mm-hmm. okay, but I do know that Damian Wayne now is Batman's son. Cool, cool also cool. trained as a super assassin. So, okay. oh, that's cool. Also, yeah, that would be some mischievous. Oh yeah, stories. Dad, I killed somebody, but I got paid for it. Assassin for hire, really? Uh huh. Wow. Well, no, he's not. No, not no. Batman's training him to be oh, okay. good. Okay, good. That's all for this week. You can well, find us great. every week and. Uh, I don't know what we're reading next week, but it's sure to be good. I am positive it will be good. Because it'll have go-go checks across the top. Yes. Anything else? Nope. Okay, bye. Bye.